Hi, welcome back to another edition of the Mindset Entrepreneur video podcast. I'm your host, Mark Altman. Thank you for joining us today. My special guest today is Keith Loris, the uh, President and CEO of Sales Renewal Corporation. Keith, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much, Mark. So, Keith, i got to ask you, you know, uh, your background is amazing in terms of the impact you've had in starting and growing four companies. And I always, I always marvel, Keith, at people really take the challenge of entrepreneurship lightly. It sounds so glorious and so much fun, but just talk about kind of how you built up that courage and determination to get to where you are today. Being an entrepreneur is definitely challenging. It's not a nine-to-five job, that's for sure. You know, the president, CEO, and the bookkeeper, and, you know, all the other sort of things, take out the trash, all those sorts of things that there aren't assigned roles for. Um, but to some degree, when I was contemplating this, I was working for a gigantic company, 9X, the old New York Telephone, mm. uh, one of the baby bells. And, you know, that was, I was working for the corporate R&D lab, you know, modeled on Bell Labs. So sort of the epitome of, like, the safe job. Uh, but... You know, in corporate America nowadays, you know, some EVP wakes up one morning and says, we shouldn't be in that business anymore. And boom, you get a layoff notice or you get a riff or something like that. I mean, you know, startups, definitely cash flow is always an issue, but at least you can see it coming. <laughs> right. You know, uh, as opposed to some higher level person has a change in mood one day and also then your job is gone. So, I mean, every position has various levels of risk. I think the key is doing it with your eyes open. So, Sales Renewal Corporation, so is it a sales company? Like, what does the company actually do? Sales Renewal is a truly unique marketing agency. Sales Renewal is actually my fourth company. The other three were software high-tech companies that were all big consumers of marketing services. In my public company, for instance, I actually bought an ad agency, right? Um, And so, in all of them, we used marketing quite a bit, and I was always very frustrated with the marketing or advertising business model. So Keith, I gotta be honest with you. I have had experience working with several marketing agencies over the years and even we'll call them mom and pop companies that do marketing. And my biggest concern and fear in working with a marketing agency is either they're going to be too expensive, they're going to give me a generic or templated solution that really doesn't fit my company's needs. So how does your company address that, and how does your company actually differentiate itself from the multiple hundreds and thousands of options that are out there? Yeah. So, I mean, I started, Mark, I started Sales Renewal to, frankly, revolutionize small business marketing. Uh, The experience in my three earlier companies, I found that marketing agencies generally were paid by the hour. They were not so much accountable in terms of results. And fundamentally, their economic interests diverge too often with the clients, right? And so in Sales Renewal, I try to change all that. So as an example, uh, our premier offering we call joint sourcing. And joint sourcing is a contraction of joint venture and insourcing. And those are the key uh, elements of joint sourcing that makes it and also Sales Renewal quite different than anybody else. Maybe for our audience who might not be familiar, can you walk us through what those two words mean? Joint sourcing and in-venture, was it? In-sourcing. In-sour- uh, joint venture and in-sourcing? Yes, Did joint venture and in-sourcing. So joint venture and in-sourcing, walk us through what those two words mean. Sure, sure. So the in-sourcing part of this story is that one of the big challenges small businesses have, because they're so time-stressed, because they're so 
uh, price sensitive, and often they don't really have in-house marketing expertise, what they'll tend to do is they'll pick a single marketing tactic, uh, an ad agency, an SEO firm, a new website, a new trade show booth, uh, and they kind of overinvest in the one tactic. And to succeed today in today's, you know, microsecond attention span environment, you really need integrated marketing. You need the left hand knowing what the right hand is doing. You don't want to start spending money with advertising, bringing people to a website if the website's not ready to efficiently convert those visitors to leads and things like this. But most small businesses don't have that luxury. They don't have the time or the dollars to hire a whole bunch of different agencies. So the insourcing part of the joint sourcing story is that we act as a marketing general contractor. Uh, and let me, let me digress a minute. The, the idea for this came at the very beginning of sales renewal. When I looked at home construction and people in the audience, if you're going to build your own house, you probably hire an architect, you probably hire a general contractor, you probably don't hire the plumber and electrician and the carpenter and all the other tradespeople. The general contractor or GC does that. Small businesses today are forced to hire plumbers, electricians, SEO, trade show, and website people. They generally know nothing about any of those specific skills. So a less than scrupulous vendor can kind of snow them with Google Panda update is why we're not giving you results, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Things mm -hmm. like this, right? Uh, and so the notion of insourcing is, I mean, technically, joint sourcing is an outsource marketing program. And I'm not just trying to be cutesy about not calling it outsourcing. It's the sense that we're not trying to ship anything off to India. We're trying to insource to your existing company the missing elements of marketing. And that's the people, that's the expertise, it's also the technology. It's a boatload of technology and marketing today that we insource and bring into you. Uh, and so one way to think about joint sourcing is that sales and provides the team of people you need for sort of the full marketing, but as opposed to maybe paying for a full-time search engine optimization expert, you're paying for 10% of their time or 5% of their time while they're working on your account. So we bring in the full team, we bring in the full technology, we then manage that team, so we're also the VP of marketing for you, and we work with you on strategy, so with the CMO. So you have a chief marketing officer, VP marketing, the people, the technology, that's insourcing. And you can do any or all, right? Like there's no, it has to be one specific way where you have to have a certain package or level. Exactly. Joint sourcing is completely custom. Right. We have a well-honed process where in the first step, what we call the blueprint, we together figure out what exactly is your marketing plan, what's the marketing skills and technology you need for your budget. We don't just arbitrarily propose big ticket things. It's always trying to be realistic for what is doable for your budget. So, Keith, you know, one of the reasons I was excited to have you on today is because I know how much your company has grown. And I know that um, reading about your company, it feels like one of the keys to your success has been what I would call the educational aspect. And I feel like that's the difference with, with Sales Renewal Corporation. You're not trying to sell people things. You're trying to educate them on what is the best solution for them and what's going to make the most sense because there are so many things to manage and think about. Is that fair to say? It, it's fair to say. I mean, uh, you know, we have different uh, offerings, but in the joint sourcing, we are literally partnering with the clients. As a matter of fact, we're investing our money in with our clients, and that gets me to the joint venture part of the joint venture. I okay. talked about the insourcing. The joint venture, this is my frustration with my previous companies, is designed to align sales and renewal economic interests with our clients. So what, are, what do I mean by that? So we share the risk and reward. The shared reward is we earn commissions in the revenue we help generate. 
Now, we're a marketing organization, but it's really just like a sales commission, the same logic. Give us a piece of the pie to motivate us to grow the pie. Unlike sales, though, marketing can spend lots of money in advertising and things like this, right? And so it wouldn't be very fair if we got a commission on revenue we help generate, and then we propose really obscene large marketing budgets, right? So we couple the share reward with shared risk, which means whatever the percent commission we agree to on the revenue side, we will pay for the big ticket marketing expenses you recommend, things like advertising. So as an example, we don't often get this as a commission, so don't get worried, but it's an easy number. If we're getting a 10% commission on revenue and we propose to a client, I don't know, a $1,000 a month online ad campaign, if the client says yes, we pay $100. We pay our 10%, our prorater share, and they pay $900. So again, it's aligning our economic interest because the key is where the $1,000 number come from, right? Why would we propose that versus 500 or 1500 A typical ad agency gets 25% of the ad spend. Your $1,000 ad spend each month is $250 to the agency, and I don't begrudge them for getting paid for their work, but only $750 of ads are actually run each month, right? In our model, you are paying $900, and you're getting $1,000 worth of ads. So skin in the game is the key thing there. So we are working with our partners. This shared economic model means that there's a large degree of trust, right? Well, let me stop you. Sure. Because what I want our audience to understand is this is an extremely innovative concept. And I have to tell you, Keith, I hear the word partnership thrown around so carelessly in the business world. And what you're, you're actually redefining and giving partnership a legitimate meaning in this program. So when I think about shared risk and reward, I, it's so amazing. I think about all the different things in business, all the different vendors you have to deal with, all the different investments you have to make in the different aspects of your business. And boy, it sounds so appealing to know, wait a minute, you're just as invested. You have every incentive to make this work as I do. And, it, and especially in the marketing world, um, I, I have not heard of that. Are, are you aware of any other companies even no. doing this at this time? No, there's no other company. Certainly it has the business model, right? And, and that's why we call it joint venture. I mean, it is trying to convey that we're working together. To be fair, we're not getting stock in our clients. or you know, It's not a legal joint venture. But it's really it's talking about that aligned economic interest and why is it $1,000 for 1500 I mean, trust me, we sit in Excel and we figure out our incremental cost of the, uh, the ad versus our incremental commission that might come from that ad, if it's profitable for us, it's profitable for the client. So are you, is the only revenue you're receiving through this commission, or are you actually getting paid as a separate amount also for the services? So there are different stages in, in the joint sourcing program. As I mentioned, the blueprint is where together with the client, we figure out what they need, what the right program is. We then go off and build that, right? So, uh, you know, whatever we agree to in the blueprint, we Go build it. So changes to your website, make a trade show booth, make a direct mail flyer, whatever it might be. All the setup and config kind of stuff. But the third and final step we call sell services. That's the step where we share the risk and reward because together we design your ideal marketing machine. In the second step, we built it for you. And then in the third step, we turn the crank each month and the blogs go out, the newsletter goes out, whatever it is in your, in your program. And that's where the uh, leads and sales and brand building occur. So in that sell services phase, there's a monthly, there's a fixed monthly fee because as I said, we're not actually doing a joint venture. We don't have stock in our clients. So I cannot afford to lose money on a client, but I'm willing to bet my profit 
on our performance. Mm. So the fixed monthly fee basically covers our hard costs, and then our profit is subject to the commission and our performance. Keith, when you think of the, the, your uh, joint venture program, the risk-reward, could you talk a little bit about maybe two of the biggest misconceptions when people hear about it and they might jump to conclusions or might think, well, what are a couple of things that your clients might get worried about, but once you've talked to them, it's, it's really not an issue at all? Well, I'll tell you, it's, it's quite a change. Uh, I mean, you, your point, you know, most vendors say we're going to partner with their client. But again, their economic interests are different. If, right. if I'm billing by the hour, my economic interest is to bill hours. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and in our model, we're looking for efficiency. So one of the things I want every client in the joint sourcing engagement, you might hear no from us a lot more. Right? We're not just going to do things because we'll run up the hours because we're not going to get compensated for that. Now, at the end of the day, it's their business, and they have the right to veto us. If they don't want, you know, if we think it's a bad idea and they want us to do it, we'll do it. But we won't renew the contract. Oh, that's another thing, by the way. That sell service phase is a one-year contract. That means we and all the subcontracts are invested in, you know, it's not just a project. We're invested in longer-term returns. We're invested in getting them to renew the contract. Our average client has been with us over four years. Okay. So I know one of the neat things about joint sourcing is you've developed a couple of more, in addition to that, a couple of more really innovative programs as well. I want to cover those because I was really impressed when we spoke about them. So one is called Marketing Essentials. So could you talk a little bit about the Marketing Essentials program? So like joint sourcing, Marketing Essentials is a complete one-stop marketing solution. Because again, one of the premises of sales renewal and one of the challenges for small business marketing, it's doing this ad hoc, little bit, little of this, not putting it together, not having a plan, not having a VP of marketing, managing it, and all these sorts of things. So they're both one-stop marketing solutions. The difference is joint sourcing is very custom. So we spend a lot of time in the blueprint trying to come up with really the optimum for your budget plan. Marketing Essentials was designed to uh, uh, bring that time down, make it much, much quicker. And so as opposed to every possible marketing tactic, we have determined ahead of time the essential elements every business can benefit from. Okay. It's got a fixed fee, so you know going in what your monthly budget's going to be, so you can, you can plan for it. It's also designed very much for clients who don't think marketing works because they hired that ad form where they redid their website and they threw up their hands and said, eh, it's a waste of money and time. Right? And so part of what Marketing Essentials is trying to do, besides growing the leads and the sales, is to kind of teach you marketing, but in a real hands-on, not theoretical, not go watch some, uh, some videos about blogging, but by having a weekly meeting with a marketing expert where you work together on your marketing plan. So there's a very big hands-on education component hmm. with Marketing Essentials. Okay. And then you also, in addition, have the flex marketing Option And so how does that differentiate itself from Marketing Essentials and Joint Sourcing? So uh, Marketing Essentials has this, as its core, it has a weekly meeting with your marketing advisor for marketing coaching. It has weekly implementation that comes out of those meetings bundled with a whole bunch of other things. There's an ad agency bundled in with it. There's an SEO firm. Because those are things that we're not going to try and teach our clients how to do. They're two obscure subjects. You really need an expert or you're, you're, you're not going to get very good performance. Uh, and the others we try and teach with them, things like social media, updating website pages. We work on that together. But So the core of Marketing Essentials, it's got a one-stop marketing solution, but the core is that coaching implementation program. That's Flex Marketing. Okay. We basically unbundled that. Flex Marketing starts at as little as $500 a month, 
and you have a regular meeting with your marketing advisor, and I'm, I, I sort of have a visceral reaction to just being nagging or yapping at you. So it's not a pure coaching program. Okay. It's also an implementation program. So a classic scenario, Mark, is you know in the in the uh, coaching session, we'll edit an email you might want to send out to people, and then that week we'll use some of the implementation time that's part of Flex Marketing to actually send it out for you. So we'll do work. It's flexible in a couple of senses. It's flexible as to marketing tactics. We can help across anything in marketing. If the advisor themselves don't know, we can draw an RLS subcontract just to answer your question. It's flexible in terms of the number of hours. So it's a four-hour month minimum, but you can increase the hours. So, for instance, if you know you have some big uh, event happening in May, schedules permitting, you could ramp to 10 hours in May. We help you in May, and we ramp back down to the four. Okay. Okay. So, Keith, in summary, this is my takeaway. You've given me a little mnemonic without even realizing you did it. So we'll call it the, the pet concept. So it sounds like Sales Renewal Corporation is about, you said, people, education, technology, right? But, but just to summarize for, for our audience, so from a people perspective, it's the versatility to help you in many different ways, and it's the expertise the proven expertise to help you be successful. From an education perspective, it's you're not selling. You're big on educating and helping people come to the right solution and a solution that you're partnering the risk and reward on that solution. And then finally, the technology aspect, which is very overwhelming for most people, and the fact that you have the uh, expertise, again, in that area to educate people. So those are the pet people, education, technology. They kind of work hand in hand. Right. The, the key to all of that is trust. If we get in a position of trust with our clients, then we can make recommendations. So we have sort of a tech bundle, right, that we typically will provide to clients. And so, uh, you know, in general, what we're trying to do in sales renewal is sweating the details, the marketing details that they either don't have the time or interest in, but still giving them control. They're still making the big decisions. And that's true of all three levels of the program, joint sourcing, marketing essentials, and flex marketing. So, Keith, and I know trust is really important to you. I know it's a core value of yours. But talk a little bit about the audience. Um, why have you been able, what is it about your leadership? Your company is amazing, but what is it about your leadership that makes people comfortable and excited to work for you and to be clients of yours? What is it about your style that you think really engages people? It, it's very decentralized. Uh, my, my whole sort of career trajectory, I started in really big companies, 9X and is subsidiary of Xerox, and also with very esoteric technologies, artificial intelligence and neural networks and expert systems. And then uh, over the course of my career, those first three companies, they got smaller and smaller, more and more entrepreneurial. And what I particularly love about Sales Renewal is, A, I love the variety. We do not specialize in a particular industry. Because, for instance, in joint sourcing, we always assemble the team that will have industry expertise. But as a company, we're industry agnostic. So I love going from industry to industry, and I particularly love helping small businesses. Um, you know, uh, my father was an entrepreneur. He had an air conditioning business in New York City. I sort of grew up uh, with, with that sort of ethic, and, and uh, one of my big joys is helping our clients grow their business. I mean, these people are, you know, sweat. they're the janitors. They're Because they're you've been there. Tears. Yeah, exactly. Because you've exactly. lived it. And, and so being able to help their business succeed is really a big personal plus. So, Keith, how does a self-admitted science geek evolve into an industry disruptor for marketing in this risk world? How did, how did that, 
how did that happen? It's it's that entrepreneurial bug. It's that uh, you know the other three were um, various stages of startups, and uh, you know in the case of sales renewal, the marketing industry is taking advantage. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with a single tactic agency because they primarily sell to big companies who have a marketing infrastructure, directors and VPs, who can hire all these point-specific vendors, put together a plan, manage that team, you know, and so on. Most of our clients don't have that sort of stuff, and, th- and that's what we're really trying to bridge for them. So, well, last question for you today, Keith, is if you were to, for people who would like to reach out to you, and you were to say, look, you're a good fit for Sales Renewal Corporation if, what would be two or three criteria that they could be connecting with in their thought process to, yeah, I, I should reach out to Keith? Uh, I think it's pretty simple. They want to grow their revenue. Okay. They want to grow their revenue. They want to grow their leads. They want to enhance their brand. In, in defining small business, I know people have different definitions of the term small business. So what's the re- is there a revenue number that you say, a range that people could say, okay, this isn't too big, too small kind of thing? I mean, Flex Marketing starts at $500 a month, so that gives you a sense on the low end. On the high end, then joint sourcing, again, the essence of joint sourcing is we're insourcing a team. It's a self-managed team, so it's putting minimal load on you guys, uh, you guys being the client. Um, And so I guess it would top out at a company that's big enough that they can afford in-house all the slivers of marketing they might need. I'm not sure how big that is. Is that, you know, $75 million, $100 million? I'm not really sure. We, we've actually had some discussions, though, with really big companies who wanted sort of a pop-up marketing team. Uh, they wanted to try a new market or a new technology or some new thing. They didn't want to hire a bunch of employees for something that might not work out. So the thought of a contract, mo- economically motivated marketing team uh, is sort of an interesting thing to test a market or something. Well, Keith, thank you so much for joining us today. We really enjoyed having you and learning more about Sales Renewal Corporation. For audience, thank you for joining us for another edition of the Mindset Entrepreneur video podcast. We look forward to seeing you next time.